Welcome to the Northern Local School District Positivity Project podcast, where we focus on the 24 character strengths inside each of us and teaching the other people matter mindset to help make our communities a better place to live. Welcome back to our Northern Local Positivity Project podcast. This week, I'm your host, Clint Rhodes, and I'll be talking to you a little bit about hope and optimism as our character strength for the week. It's another one of those character strengths that fall into the parent virtue of transcendence, those strengths that allow people to rise above their troubles and find meaning in the larger universe and and what they have going on in their lives. These strengths um, are the ones like appreciation of beauty, connection and purpose, gratitude that we've talked about um, just recently with Thanksgiving. And I'm glad that you're joining us this week. I hope you enjoy our conversation are able to take away some tips or pointers on how to uh, help grow that mindset of having hope and being optimistic. Welcome back again this week to the Northern Local Positivity Podcast. This week we're going to be discussing the character strength of hope and talking a little bit about what it looks like in our building and what it looks like for us individually as families and things like that as well. And joining me this week, I have Mrs. Catherine Reedy. She's one of our teachers here. I'll let her introduce herself and tell her tell everybody a little bit about herself. Hello, my name is Catherine Reedy. I'm an intervention specialist here at Thornville Elementary. This is my third year here at Northern Local Schools, but I've been teaching a total of 14 years, and I'm happy to be sharing my thoughts on this topic today. So thank you for joining us. Along with hope, um, the word optimism is tied right in with that character strength. If you look at all the positivity project stuff, hope and optimism, they're tied closely related to one another. So uh, just to get us started here, what do you think about those two words and how they relate to each other or what they mean to you? Being a teacher, I looked up a definition, (laughs) but one thing they had in common between hope and optimism was it's a form of motivation. And I really like that, that it's true. Like hope means that you're motivated to do something. You're hopeful about something in the future. And if you're optimistic, you it's a motivation for you. You're, you're being happy about what's possibly to come in the future. So that's what I thought they meant to me was a form of motivation. Yeah, and I think they tie so closely together because when you have that hope of something that you're looking forward to, whatever it may be, it, it kind of leads to you having the opportunity to really make yourself feel optimistic and you're looking forward to something so it really breeds into having an optimistic mindset. Um, last year, which is pretty interesting, you and I have talked a little bit about it, and I got to know some already, but you were part of a grant that focused on hope. You uh, Last year, you were actually with the middle school, mm-hmm. and you got to look at a grant that talked about and focused on hope. So if you could, just tell us a little bit about that grant. What were some of the things you learned through it that you thought were really exciting you'd like to share with us? Yeah, it was a, it was really, it was very eye-opening. It was, I, did, I gave two years to sixth and eighth grade intervention and I, before that, had always been elementary. And it was, honestly, maybe my hardest years of teaching, but also those two years were the most eye-opening years and the most, like, I've ever learned about teaching Mm -hmm. and where kids are going and where kids are headed compared to an elementary land. So the grant was called Inspire Action for Youth, and it was run through the Muskingum County ESC. Um, It involved many other districts within the Muskingum County, and it was a range of people from intervention specialists to counselors to 
administrators and to people there at the ESC. Now this grant was targeted towards sixth through eighth graders. And some of the things we did was we set up job fairs, workshops for parents, training for colleagues, and this was all surrounded and they targeted middle school because they saw that there was a need to instill hopefulness and optimism in kids earlier than just high school because high school comes and goes so quickly and then boom, you're out in the real world. You don't know what you want to do. You don't know what you want to be. You don't know where you're going in life, that the push and the need was really to start at a younger age. Um, we got to hear a speaker who I highly recommend, especially if you're an educator and you're at a different district. She came to speak with Northern Local. I got to hear her two or three times. Her name's Jamie Mead and she helped us with this grant She's through Battelle for Kids, and she has done studies on hope. She's worked with people who've, do, who've done studies on hope, and every time I've heard her speak, it's different. So she always has, has you leaving feeling hopeful and optimistic. So she was part of our grant, too. Um, and again, we targeted middle schoolers to instill hope in them earlier before high school and before they're on to the real world. We also worked with ohiomeansjobs.com to, and they are doing, it's not just for adults, that they're doing a lot of progressive thing for, things for kids where they take a test to see maybe what interests they have based on that, like what maybe jobs they'd be good at or where they should go. Should they go to a tech school? Should they go to college? Should they go learn a trade and that kind of things? And it was just a very needed thing. And I hope that what I started there at the middle school, we started some clubs and some things. I hope that it's continuing because there is a need for that for these kids these days, especially with social media being so negative a lot, yeah. that it's a good thing to instill hopefulness and optimism and happiness in their lives at a younger age. So that's a little bit about our grant. There was so much more I could talk forever about it, but it was called Inspire Action for Youth. Did you see start to see some changes and things like that with the kids you worked with with it? Yeah, and it ended up being like we, me being an intervention specialist, I spent most of my days with my intervention kids, but it was for all sixth through eighth graders. And it was interesting to see that then I, through this grant, I met some kids, especially one girl who's very, very artistic. And I just saw her doodling on her page one day and I went up to her and she's not an intervention. I just said, hey, what do you want to be when you grow up? So like the conversation would come up often here and there and it was always in my mind to get kids thinking about you know what are you going to do with that talent or what are you going to do with this and so it was nice to hear she automatically said a tattoo artist which is fine but I also it was neat for me then to learn that what else you can do with your art skills you can go to school or you could do graphic design or you can do you know there's plenty of other things you know that maybe she didn't know about so she thought the only thing you could do is that which she very well very may well do that and be great at it but I wanted her to see that there's other pathways you can take yeah it sounds really interesting actually as I'm kind of thinking about it a lot of what you say kind of ties back to what the positivity project's all about as well you just teaching those skills and you take think about um, for middle schoolers for you with this um, with this grant but looking and talking to those middle schoolers about hope specifically but we talk about all the character strengths and obviously with hope and optimism next week um, I started thinking about uh, one of the next questions we have coming up here, but um, one thing I wanted to share that talked about with the 
P2 character card is just uh, information that talks to all the teachers and looks at what the character strength's all about and just helps give an, an idea of what it's about. And one of the things it talked about was just the benefits of being optimistic and having that hope. So somebody who is optimistic, uh, and obviously that mindset of being hopeful for stuff, stuff to come, tends to be more successful in all areas of life. So then we talk about how naturally people tend to either be a more of a pessimistic person or more of an optimistic person. So my question kind of going from that is, like you've seen it with some of the middle school kids and obviously with the Positivity Project, we want to teach those type of things to our elementary level kids. So my question therefore is, um, as teachers or parents at home listening to us today, um, how is it that we can encourage our kids to be more optimistic? How is it we can still instill that hope into them? Is it something we can teach? Yeah. It definitely is. Um, I recommend a book called Making Hope Happen by Dr. Shane J. Lopez. We worked with it on my grant, and there's an entire section on there called Leading with Hope, and then the other one is called Teaching Hope to Our Next Generation. There's plenty of studies out there that are doing the science behind hopefulness and optimism and how it is something kids can learn. And it's pretty inspiring to hear that too um the on page 13 if you ever get the book in specific it has four messages about hope the first one is hope matters the second one is hope is a choice and number three is hope can be learned and number four is hope can be shared with others so again it is something that kids can be taught kids can learn and it is very beneficial what this P2 project is doing is starting kids at kindergarten and following through all the way through their school career working on this that it is a learned thing and it can be taught yeah a couple of things I took from that like I think it's interesting we start one of the first things I think about with all these character strengths and hope is a big one that I think falls into this category of uh, as teachers principals um, just parents and other older kids or whatever it may be modeling those things and when you model um, hope and being optimistic other kids can see what that is it's a little easier just to to show somebody what it looks like to be hopeful than it is to try and sit down and drill it, especially when you're talking about a kindergartner mm-hmm. um, but they can see it in us and they can recognize how we're hopeful how we're optimistic on things and then also the other thing I thought about that um, it can be it can be taught but also we can improve upon it I think you said it it can be a choice hope is a choice Um, when we choose to look at the bright side of things ultimately that kind of feeds off of itself and it helps us to be more hopeful in other regards or helps feed into other people so other people tend up to be in end up being more positive or optimistic as well just because they it it feeds off each other and they recognize it in you and see how you're happy Mm -hmm. and therefore uh, just kind of breeds more and more hope and optimism um, just by modeling it and trying to do it more often, I think. Yeah, I agree. Um, if I go back, one of my favorite quotes that's coming up here for our kids that they're going to be hearing this week actually comes from Winston Churchill, and he said that a pessimist sees the difficulty in every opportunity, and an optimist sees the opportunity in every difficulty. What comes to mind when you hear that quote? That, it reminds me of the glass half empty or half full, how people see life, how people perceive life, and it really is a choice. Like you can, you can wake up and decide how happy you're going to feel that day, no matter the situation, and you have to realize that, you know, this thing will, you know, whatever is daunting to you or making you think otherwise or making you not feel hopeful, 
it'll be over in a day it'll be over in an hour like it doesn't matter and I can't even tell you how often I say that when I taught third grade for eight years to third graders and they were so distraught about something I'm like this will not matter in five minutes and they were and they're over it and that's the beauty of kids kids are over it so quickly and I think that kids the younger they are too they have a little bit more hopefulness in them and then they forget about and they're so easy to forgive and they'll give you that hug and they're, they're over it so quickly so I think there's things we can as adults learn from kids like how quickly they get over things because it's true like you you can be hopeful and realize that this will not last forever and it'll it'll pass yeah and I think you know, two people can look at the same exact situation and one person can be optimistic about it and one person can be pessimistic about it. Um, and that kind of comes back to hope being a choice. You've got to choose to look at the bright side of things, choose to take it as an opportunity to grow and do better. And when we have that type of hope and, and mindset, obviously it makes life a little happier, a little easier to, to bear on the tough type of tough things that happen and we can move forward with a bit more positive mindset and of course bring others along with us in the same regard yeah and I think some kids too that's the beauty of working with children too is that they can be so hopeful about something so small yeah like the teachers can say oh you know if you work hard I'll give you a sticker they are so excited about a sticker and they're so hopeful for that sticker and they're going to work hard and they're going to change their attitude and they you know they become more optimistic about what's going to happen because they're they know there's like a superman sticker ahead so you what you have to be hopeful for doesn't have to be something big. It can just be something so small for that day. You don't always have to work towards the future, the future. You can just work towards what's to come within the next hour. You just really have to be hopeful. Very good point. Um, another video clip that our kids are going to be looking at and discussing this week actually comes from the movie The Jungle Book. And it's one of my favorite scenes from that movie. It's where Baloo sings his song, The Bare Necessities. And then you kind of have, in the scene, you have Bagheera the panther who's kind of looking on and kind of rolling his eyes and sees Baloo's optimism as kind of naive or problematic and not going to be helpful. Um, however, Baloo has that hope that things are going to be all right. He just focuses on the things that are important, the bare necessities of life. And I think that's kind of a neat lesson for our kids. So what do you think our kids can learn from that short little movie clip? Well, coming off of our holiday break, you know, in the Christmas spirit, and I can put that in quotes, Baloo reminds me of Santa Claus. Hmm. He's big, he's round, and he's jolly. And people always talk about having the Christmas spirit. And people are, they do seem to be happier at this time, and they do seem to ha be hopeful about what's to come in the future, especially with New Year's resolutions. And then they want to make better for themselves, and they're optimistic about you know the the events coming up with their families and it just gives them this this happiness and so Baloo reminds me a lot of Santa in a way that children are drawn to Santa and just as in the movie he was drawn to Baloo and he was singing along with him and having fun with him and um, it's just just the thing that with Christmas spirit and with Baloo you, it doesn't need to end you need to keep it going you need to stay hopeful stay happy stay you know optimistic just keep it going on yeah, so it's kind of a simple little example of how it can be contagious as well. Baloo was uh, happy and jolly uh, in his song and singing of talking about just focusing on the simple things in life and being excited about those and his hope for everything turning out okay and that uh, fed into Mowgli as well. He was excited about it and so it definitely can be contagious. That's a good example as well. Thank you. Um, just to kind of wrap us up, um, are there other things that you would like to share with us about hope or optimism that you've talked about? Maybe something else from yeah. your um, 
uh, Grant or anything else that comes to mind when you start to think about optimism and hope? Yeah, again, I'll say her name just in case someone from another school district or from a business or anybody who's working with a large group of people. Um, her, again, her name is Jamie Mead. She would be, she's a great speaker to come and talk to anybody about this topic. She really kind of makes you think and recharge your batteries. And she's, like I said, every time I've heard her speak, it's different. And again, she's Jamie Mead from Battelle for Kids. And one thing that was very poignant, and it's in the book, Making Hope Happen, but also if you were to Google or research, it's called the Gallup Studies, and <laughs> G-A-L-L-U-P, the Gallup. They are doing scientific studies on the topic of hopefulness. And I didn't have time to look it up, but one thing that always stuck with me, and Jamie Mead said it many times, was the science behind hopefulness in people who are older in life or perhaps have um, a medical diagnosis where they don't have a lot of time to live. And they have done studies where even if that person is hopeful or optimistic about something, if they can still be hopeful about something, on average they live something like 10 years longer than the other person. So there really is... A mental thing and then a physical thing that goes on when you are a happy hopeful optimistic person it really does I mean it's a very powerful thing um, and that's what the Gallup studies um, one more book I highly recommend and this is all over if you're a teacher you'll see it all over on Pinterest there's ideas on this it's called the growth mindset it's the similar thing the way to get kids thinking um, rather than getting an F on a paper and they feel that they failed, there's a different way to think of it. Oh, now I'm going to work harder. I'm going to ask for help more. I'm going to study harder. There's just a different mindset that that's going around and it's called growth mindset. And there's a book I recommend. It's called Mindset, the New Psychology of Success, How We Can Learn to Fulfill Our Potential. And it is by Dr. Carol S. Dweck. And this talks a lot about it. But like I said, for educators out there, you can type it in Pinterest or Google growth mindset and there is so much out there now it is definitely a new buzzword that's going around um, and yeah I highly recommend that book too we worked on that book with our grant and I think it definitely you know for educators and stuff I'm sure many of you if you're out there you've heard or you've had bosses or administrators and you're probably drawn more to the administrators or bosses or whatever that are more hopeful more optimistic they make you feel excited about what you're doing and hopeful for the future so I think that just goes to show if you really think about who's in your life and who you're drawn to they're probably hopeful optimistic people and they make you feel good so very good point so again Mrs. Reedy I want to thank you for joining us this week and sharing all your knowledge that you've gained over the past couple years with uh, hope and optimism I appreciate your all that you do in the classroom and just coming here today so thank you're you you're welcome thank you once again for joining us this week as we discussed hope and optimism with Mrs. Catherine Reedy we appreciate all the hard work she does and hopefully um, you were able to steal some notes from her for her work that she did over with the grant over at the middle school one closing thought I wanted to leave everybody with as we wrap up this week is another one of the little notes from the uh, positivity project just from the character strength card that they pass along to us it says people with this strength of hope and optimism are future oriented they have positive vision of what the future holds and maintain confidence that they will get there 
And as I kind of think about this week and, and things going on, obviously Monday's Martin Luther King Day, and I think about somebody who had a lot of hope and optimism for what the future held and his, you know, we go back to even just his I Have a Dream speech and what he looked for uh, as hope for our future of our country and the people that live in it. Um, it's just a similar thought of, uh, somebody filled with hope and optimism and what we can do, the power that that can have when we set that, set our minds to moving forward with hope and optimism and really striving to make our country, our community, our school, our families, just better, better places, better people. And I encourage everyone to work on modeling that hope and optimism to your kids and your family, um, just in order to help that to be contagious and grow so that we can have a more positive mindset moving forward as a community. So thank you once again for joining us this week. Uh, come back next week so we have some more talk on hope and optimism with Mr. Ed Wolfel. Let's talk about-